Welcome to Roadhouse Minute, the podcast where we review the best bad movie of all time, Roadhouse, one minute at a time, and where we always try to be nice until it's time not to be nice. I'm Roger. Hi, Marcy. And we're joined. I'm Brian. Oh, we are joined once again this week by Brian Boucher, um, who you just heard, who's come back on and has told me that that this is one of the two minutes that I actually sent him, um, which I appreciate that. This is minute 65 of Roadhouse. Uh, this minute starts with Doc resting comfortably in bed, and it ends with Dalton dismissing Doc's concern about his post-retirement pain party. Where should we start here? Um I have two things down in my notes. So, Marcy, we've talked a lot about the lighting in this movie, and I just want to say this scene, this minute, is lit up like crazy. Yeah, this yeah. is def- this is definitely uh, so. So, Brian, the the cinematographer on this movie is a guy named Dean Cundy. Um, pretty oh, famous. I, oh, I know Dean Cundy. Yeah, you probably know him from a lot of things that are way classier than Roadhouse. Um, but one of his trademarks, we, we've determined that one of his trademarks is that every scene is lit up, lit up with about a million candle power worth of lights. True. Yeah, even in the, the club, even in the double deuce, it's like bright daylight all the time. You know, like they're mm-hmm. not even at in somewhere at night. Like she's supposed to be, I guess, sleeping with a lot of light. Yeah. And I don't know too many other people who would necessarily be able to sleep. I mean, who knows? Perhaps both of them were, or shall we say, worn out. Um, but that's a lot of light for what should theoretically be a bedroom scene. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I guess it's a loft. I mean, it's a one-room loft. So he's awake. He needs to be doing things. He's not no. going to be stumbling around in the dark. But Marcy, he's out on the roof. Yeah, that boy don't sleep. Yeah, all right. But. Uh, uh, the other thing I have down in my notes here is, so I had sort of thought, and kind of it seems like the way that this minute is constructed, it's it's one of those things which I always find really cheesy in movies, which is where they, it's sort of like they, they try to play peekaboo, no nudity with their characters. And mm-hmm. it kind of seems at the beginning of this minute that that's what, we're, that's what we're in for. It's like strategic placement of sheets, strategic placement of arm. Um, but no, there's actually quite a bit of nudity in this minute. So yeah, she I, just... I, you know, Let's it all hang out there in in the front and the back. And so yeah. I would have to say I give I give both the actor because that seems like a brave thing to do, and the filmmakers for just not just like faffing us around. Because if you want to see somebody naked, you want to see somebody naked. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, just like don't don't play with us. Like you know, this is a rated R movie, and she's yeah. walking out like. You know, it's we've already like we're watching the CW here. We've already seen Patrick Swayze's butt, so I feel like this is you know, that some some gender equities is in order. Speaking of being naked, what's what's the one thing that you don't want when you're naked? Open windows when you're next <laughs> to a river. Oh, so I don't know. I don't uh, agree with that. Um, like clearly, I'm not spending a lot of time like roaming around my house naked, but because we live on a campus with a bunch of teenagers. But um, where I grew up was in the country, and we did not have neighbors, and we had a naked house, and it was awesome. And so, like, so if I if my only neighbor lived across the river, I wouldn't be worried about it at all. So, Brian, just to back up to your comment, are you saying you don't want to be naked with open windows around a river because you're worried about people coming by, or is there something? No. In- no, I'm worried about mosquitoes. Oh, <laughs> I live in the Midwest. Uh, you don't even have to be near a, a river and get ate up by mosquitoes. 
Yeah. And they're sitting there with every single window open. That is a good point. And yeah. I'm this, just thinking, ouch. This whole this whole <laughs> Not a, house no, has no windows or doors, you know, yeah. with screens or anything like that. Yeah, and no bug lights or Nothing. anything. It's got windows, doesn't it? Because they have it has to say big bay doors. Big bay windows, big doors. yes. That's true. It has doors that double as windows. So, but that's they don't a good have po- screens in them. That's a good point. You know, Brian, we've never analyzed this set from an entomological standpoint. So you feel like this is this is like Bug City. Oh yeah, definitely. Which would be the case whether you were naked or not. So how has Dalton managed to survive without going crazy? I don't know. He is a badass. Yeah, I mean, so. so Pain no, this don't... is the movie magic of this movie is that they're living in a place that doesn't have any bugs. I mean, we know that pain don't hurt, but maybe he's just walking around at like his body is like a pincushion. <laughs> yeah. Or, I have read... or, or, or he has his hormones or pheromones or whatever you call it is off. No, oh, I, don't, off. I don't get bit by very many bugs. And that is Roger true. gets just annihilated that is true marcy and i have we generate i I, whatever i do and so marcy you're welcome somehow i figured out a way to generate just the right pheromone and i just attract all of them away from you so you never have to worry about them again isn't it the case also that one of our children has the bug attracting pheromones and the other one doesn't it's been and our other child is more like me and just doesn't get bugged by them. That's right. That's, That's right. weird, isn't it? There's so many little little mini things about our kids that are like one like us, one like me, one like you. That's right. That's a good thing we had two then. Yeah. Comparative. So, Marcy, you when we were talking about the naked house, you were talking about sort of it from a social standpoint. Yeah. Um, and I have written down in my notes here. So, you know, we see Dalton. He's he's sitting on the roof um, with clearly like zero coverage. And so I have down in my he's sitting there smoking. Uh, R.I.P. Patrick Swayze. Right. Um, I wonder how often he shows the full Swayze to Brad Wesley, because that's who's looking right across the river at him. Yeah. Well, they are at a distance. So I, I do yeah. think the distance makes a difference. However, I don't know if I would give a flying fig about Brad Wesley seeing my bits and pieces if I was Patrick Swayze. Because you'd be confident or because you think he's a bad guy or because... Because I I think Brad Wesley is a bad guy and I wouldn't care what he thought. So do you think this sort of falls under the category of like weird flex, but okay? Yeah. But I wonder about Emmett though. Like Emmett is his landlord like how often is Emmett over there <laughs> tending his horses and gets a, a bit well, of Swayze? I think. Yeah, I think. Sorry, go ahead. Emmett's a farmer, so he probably goes to bed early, so he can be up early in the morning to take care of his horses. Yeah, yeah, Marcy, you've already established that when you live on a farm in the middle of nowhere, it's a closed optional situation. Yeah, Emmett right. doesn't mind. I don't think Emmett minds either. Plus, I mean, let's let's be honest with ourselves. Do we do we really think that Emmett is up past like eight forty five? No, but no. we did see how Emmett was gazing at him when he was doing the Tai Chi. He had an open mouth, a gape, oh. appreciative look on his face. Oh, so you think maybe... So actually, that's a good point. Do you think that Emmett can see Dalton on the roof from his farmhouse? For sure. Because oh, yeah. we, know, we know the basic geography. There's like barn that faces the river. 
And then the farmhouse is sort of like, I think at like a 90 degree angle to that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess if he's awake for these, for these uh, special times, um, he's definitely getting at least the half Swayze. (laughs) I have, you know what? I need to correct myself. I said that there was nothing on the roof, but actually Dalton has a fairly ugly looking rug on his roof. Is it a rug or is it some sort of like wool blanket? Yeah. I think it's I think it's a rug or a carpet. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think, uh, Ryan? I well I'm guessing it's a rug. Some kind of Indian rug. Or Indian made, American Indian. Yeah. Could be. American so do you made. think do you think he keeps this out here all the time? Do you think he brought it out brings it out when he comes out to sit? Or do you think he brought it out because he was hoping that perhaps there would be um, a second act, so to speak. He is sitting on one side of it. So, you yeah. know, it's kind of like yeah. in a social welcoming way. An Maybe open invitation, just in case yeah. you wake up. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But then he could have, he can't take him back out there every time because nobody wants splinters in their bottom, you know? Yeah, that, that is, that is true. That is another, <laughs> another hazard of being naked on a barn roof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So I've got another question. Um, which is what exactly do we think happened to Dalton in Little Rock? Because that's the reference he makes in this minute when she looks at yet another scar on his body. What does he say? I think he says, I think she just looks at, she just looks at one of his innumerable scars and he just says, Little Rock. Yeah. And that, that's what Uh-oh. leads into her saying, you're going to have a lot of pain, Dalton. I didn't catch yeah. that. So do you, yeah. what yeah, do you all think happened in Little Rock? Well, he either got, Sliced again, or hey, he got got hit by a little rock by a slingshot. <laughs> you know? hey. Not a place, but a small rock. That's a, a good one. Rock. That's really cute. Yeah, like maybe that. maybe uh, we were hey, we were interpreting hey. we were looking at the wrong way. Hey, you got to remember this is the Midwest. You know, little rock. You know, it's not all you know, Uzis and nine millimeters. You know. So <laughs> it's like I'm just imagining back because I was just editing because I'm so far behind in editing. I was just editing the hospital scene. And uh-huh. now I wanna now I wanna rewrite that line of dialogue so Doc can say, like, well, Mr. Dalton, you can add nine nine uh, stitches to your dossier of 31 broken bones, five gunshots, and one small rock. <laughs> so yeah, so so this is this is where Doc says. She says you could be crippled if you don't slow down. That's what they say. That's what, get... they, that's what they say. So yes, yeah, so I, I don't a... get crippled. Like so, so, where are I... we going that far? Okay, so let me ask you a question about that. Do you think that? So I think Doc could mean one of two things, and I'm curious which which of these explanations you think is more likely. Do you think she's saying that he's going to suffer some sort of chronic injury like arthritis if he just keeps this career up for long or do you think he's just continually risking some sort of horrifically acute trauma like i don't know having to get one of his legs amputated below the knee i don't like i feel like arthritis is kind of like a like degenerative older person disease right i don't think so i mean professional football players have arthritis before they're 55 Oh really? Oh yeah. Well, is that an overuse? Yeah. Kind of thing. Your body has an expiration date, and you've got so many roundhouse kicks in it, and after a while, you just run out of, you know, you but run out so of. But he's so limber. Stretchiness. That's fair. Yeah. He really he yeah. doesn't just 
he's not just a blunt instrument. He's working constantly on keeping flexible and all that stuff. So you feel like it, you're opting for option two, something horrible. Yeah. I think it's just weird that she says crippled, but how else would you phrase that? Like you're um, not going to bounce back from this. Devastatingly hurt suddenly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you think, Brian? Oh, I would totally agree with option two. Options. He, he, yeah. He's either going to get kicked in the back drill hard, you know, from mm. the backside and one of them nice roundhouse kicks, kicks or, or, or even get sliced, to, you know, and, you know, cut a nerve and, you know, not be able to, do anything again all right all right well since 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 it's the two of you now i guess i feel like i have to play the devil's advocate because we can sort of see dalton's future if he continues like this because it's weight right i mean so we know if dalton keeps us up for another 10 15 years maybe 20 he's going to end up like wade and i think in the scenes where we've seen wade and the scenes upcoming where we're going to see some more of wade he's got some he's definitely seems like he's got some stiffness in his bones, shall to speak. So to right. speak. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah I agree. Okay. Have we seen Wade Garrett in the bar yet? Cause we have not. Does, has he called him on the telephone yet? Yeah. That oh, was right. That was yeah, right yeah. after the, the hospital scene. We have had those minutes, but you were not here for those minutes. Marcy. Okay. Cause you and I just rewatched this whole movie. So I'm a little confused on the timeline, but um, so in the bar that we see Wade in is a, is a strip bar, right? Yes. Yeah. This is a really rough and tumble place. No. And I wonder, you don't think it's rough and tumble? No, he's definitely got it running like a well-oiled machine as you would oh. expect. But I feel like, like that is a lower quality establishment than someplace like the double deucer where he first started, where it's like the like classier more rich kind of clientele are going to it and maybe i just have a bad impression of strip clubs but they seem a little seedy it sounds that way gosh i I don't know i can't imagine why it's it's a business it's a business that revolves around women taking their clothes off um so not to is it just said like not to rehash that minute too much as he gets older and older like his his like the places that he works at get more and more dangerous or so so we talked about that in the in that minute and i'm sorry i don't remember exactly who i was co-hosting with at the time we did talk a little bit about like you know why is wade kind of slumming it at this little club yeah and i, I think the best theory we came up with because i don't think this is a seedy place it actually seems like quite a nice strip club um the conclusion that we came to is that at in his 50s, which I think we would all agree Wade is at least in his 50s at this point, mm-hmm. um, maybe he just doesn't want to work that hard. Like running a place like the Double Deuce, that's hard work. you got to sweep up the eyeballs every night. And I, I think he just kind of wants a, a quiet little place where the worst thing that can happen is like these military people squirt each other with squirt guns. That was my thinking. I don't know if you feel differently, Brian. I don't. I so I don't take that to be a an indictment of him. I think he's still got it right. We all know Wade yeah. Garrett's the best. Oh yeah, definitely. I I just think he's choosing to kind of, you know, take it easy a little bit. Yeah. Have you ever that. been to a bar that's like the Double Deuce, Brian? I wouldn't call it a bar. That's more like a a, a nightclub looking, like oh. the 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 new. 
The new double deuce. The old double deuce. Yeah, I've been to a couple, couple of yeah. dive bars. Not That's as big. Night. Usually, a dive bar is a lot smaller. Yeah. I, to me, I think the double deuce seems very, very huge. I've only been to a couple. Well, maybe only a couple bars in my whole life. But you know, when I was down in Pennsylvania, that was the thing we went out to a couple times where they had like um, Yingling beer. Yingling. Oh, oh I love Yingling. The pride yeah. of Eastern Pennsylvania. And um, they also had this really cool game. Um, I'm going to call it Shuffle Puck, but it was kind of like um, Shuffleboard. That's what, it, that's what it's called, called, Marcy. It's <laughs> like Shuffleboard, but with I'll... like these tiny um, stones that you'd slide. That was I'll, awesome. I'll call it Shuffle Puck, too, because that's You'll what call it's it called. That's the one where you have to like, you have to grease the, the surface with sand. Yeah. Right. There's always sand in yeah. the little in the gutter. Yep. That was awesome. Yeah. Shuffle puck is quality. So, but have you ever been to a roadhouse? Me? Yeah. No, never. A place where I mean, and I guess probably the distinction I would make is that it seems like in a uh, in order for it to be a roadhouse or like Brian said, a nightclub, I would say you have to have a dance floor that occupies a significant portion of the square footage with some amount of live music there. Like, like it seems like people come to the double deuce primarily to dance or to position themselves around the dance floor. Uh, well, the place I went to, up to in Egremont, um, didn't you and I go together there? No. No. Must have been your other husband. <laughs> no. Well, uh, no, I must have just gone with girlfriends. So the one night I went up with Lisa and Carolyn, we went to um, see a band and there were a bunch of people dancing. Um, and so I feel like that would get you as close to Roadhouse as we could get in this area. The clientele, though, I was one of the youngest people <laughs> in there and everybody else was easily in their 60s. What percentage of the size of the double deuce would you estimate this place was? Was it half as big? Was it, it was like a quarter of the size. A quarter. Okay. So you small. Were, you were not in a roadhouse, Marcy. No. No way. It was a place called The Barn. It was a barn. I don't know that I was either. I don't know. The closest I've ever come to that is Fat Harold's down in Myrtle Beach, where we used to go shagging. Yeah, that's cool. So I just have a couple more things, um, not to uh, not to spend too much time on this minute. But so just to kind of, again, to kind of follow up on what I think, it's kind of a weird conversation that Doc is initiating with Dalton towards the end of this minute. I mean, and and of course he has this joke and why don't we just kind of save the whole joke to the next minute? It's not really funny, but let's just save it. My, my question is, and we're going to talk more about this, I think also in the next minute. So do we think that doc is kind of shifting into trying to preserve Dalton for herself? That's what I've written down in my notes. Like, do you think that's her ulterior motive here is like, I need to save this guy if I want to keep him. Oh, that's what you mean by preserve Dalton. Yeah. Like literally preserve him from <laughs> a, a weird way a, to say that a death or b serious injury save him from himself right something like that like that's, is is that what's going that's on here constantly a trope that women are trying to save these men and fix him and whatever so yeah maybe a little bit she sees a future for him that um is very bleak and yeah. she also seems to kind of want to be in his life more and more yeah, it would seem that way. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna hear that invitation um, 
in the next minute. I, I also, I have, I have one thing from the script. Uh, so Brian, I have a copy of the shooting script of Roadhouse okay. and uh, nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, Marcy, has there ever been a minute in which we've decided that what was not in the script was better? No, it's often very weird and uncomfortable. All right. Well, this this definitely falls into the category of weird, but not uncomfortable. So in the script, here's another joke that didn't quite make it into the movie. So after Dalton says, Little Rock, Doc says, caught you by surprise. And Dalton says, who would have thought a 70-year-old woman was carrying a 38? <laughs> All right. So let me describe what I'm seeing. Brian is laughing. Marcy has a look on her face like that's... What, what would you say, That's Marcy? That's dumb. That's dumb. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, Brian, on our Wednesday shows, we like to have a little fun with our guests. Okay. So what I would like you to do, uh, and I can give you a little cliff notes um, if you need help remembering, I'd like you to tell me, tell us which of Brad Wesley's henchmen you feel like you most identify with. Ooh. So that, just so you know, <laughs> this doesn't have to be the person you physically resemble the most this is the right. person you identify with the it's most. like your henchman spirit animal i mean if i was going to be a henchman i'd probably be more like tinker tell us because why. B- because i can be kind of funny and you know i don't look like i'm very uh harmful you know Uh-oh. but but you know when it comes time to do it he steps right in there and you know he doesn't hold back at all he has a couple scenes where he really kicks some butt like when he's in that office scene well okay but no i'm going to disagree with the two of you there so brian i feel very strongly that tinker is a fake tough guy and his move is just to wait until someone's defenseless and then come in and get his shots in well that still describes me (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong there that's fair that's totally fair and i mean let's be honest that would probably be me too i'm not I'm not a fighter, so I would right. probably try to wait until I was sure there'd be no repercussion. Right. Well, thank you once again for listening to another episode of Roadhouse Minute. Please, if you can, rate and review us on your favorite podcatching app. Come and join us on Facebook, The New Double Deuce. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at, at @rhminute, and you can email us at daltonsaysbenice at gmail.com. So remember, until next time, be nice. Bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.